The One Micronesia podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. Hafere, Mogisin, and in this case, we say Ali. And welcome to the One of Micronesia podcast. Uh, with me on the, the show today, I am excited because I first saw uh, her do a speech. I actually watched her whole speech uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I felt so inspired. I was like, man, I should have her on the podcast. So, you know, at her on Instagram, and then from there on, you know, things kicked off, and we started talking, and it started planning this whole interview. So, ladies and gentlemen, with me, here on the podcast, all the way out in the 680, all the way out in the beautiful islands of Palau, I do have with me Else Tele. Else, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks so much. Else, let's start there. Let's start with how it all started for you uh, and which came first. Because now you you wear so many hats. You, you work at the, um, oh man, I'm going to butcher this. Is it the Palau International Coral Reef Center? Yes, yeah, yes. I said it. It's, it's a mouthful, <laughs> but it, there's a reason why it's a mouthful because they that you know right. the organization d- does so much for, especially when it comes to the environment and, and everything that uh, goes on in Palau. And I know Palau is one of the countries that is very, very uh, close and, and keeps to their heart, close to their heart, the, the environment. So I, I know it's such a very amazing work that you do. So let's start with uh, which came first? Was it uh, the environment? Uh, Mm-hmm. activist was it the artwork and let's start let's let's get to know you okay yeah thanks victorious for that uh, introduction and uh i i noticed how you stopped short you were like she's doing a lot you're like she's doing too much like if the definition of a person of doing doing it all then yeah uh so i keep myself busy for sure um in terms of like what came first you know for me personally ever since i was a kid um Anybody who knew me knew I'm, like, always drawing, always creating stuff. Uh, like, before I worked here at the center, everyone was like, oh, Elsa, the artist, you know, she's that kid who's always uh, making stuff. So definitely the art, uh, which is how you kind of discovered me through that talk that I gave, which we can talk more about later. Um, <clears throat> for me, I think I really uh, identify with that first. And then uh, when I went to school, I uh, I went to school here at um, Mizanti High School. It's one of our local Catholic schools. I don't know if there's any Palauans on Guam. I know there's some Mizanti grads on Guam, so shout out to them. Um, I went there and then uh, I went to our local community college, Palau Community College. Um, and just started getting involved in like school government, student government, uh, doing stuff with the community and stuff that way. And then I moved to Hawaii, actually, to go to UH Manoa, and I uh, studied, funnily enough, I didn't really study environmental studies, I did political science. And then towards my last year, I started doing some internships here in Palau with the Coral Reef Center, actually, and that's what really got me into it. And then I moved back here to Palau in 2018, and then uh, I actually was able to get a job first with uh, another office called the Palau National Marine Sanctuary and I worked there for a little bit and then uh, about a year or so ago I came here to our Coral Reef Center and I've really been uh, working on that since then. So uh, that's my life story. <laughs> um, but yeah you know there's a lot of been a lot of other pit stops along the way. Um, some 
media appearances, which you did see on YouTube. Unfortunately, that's there forever. So, <laughs> you know, I know you're a radio host. So, you know, when you first start getting into speaking, like you got you got a learning curve for sure. But um, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. That's just a little bit about me and just some of the things I like to do. And, you know, if you have any other questions, let's uh, get into it. Wow. Like I said, just just hearing your story, you know, it, it was brief, but, you know, to many who are listening and watching right now and like and getting to know you, I think it's 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 big. It's a lot. Like you said in the beginning, like, you know, you do wear a lot of hats and do <laughs> yeah, so much, yeah. you know, when it comes to uh, the community and you giving back. I think talk about giving back. I think you def you're definitely doing it in a very uh, respectful manner. Because you're doing something that, and it, it's also crazy because it's you're you're doing it, and you're also representing the younger generation of Palau in whatever you're doing. So that means you know it's it's the representation is there, and it also shows that, um, you know that the younger generation also wants to do something about you know about the the environment. And I think that we we always go back to that. And I remember I thought I remember I saw in a speech somewhere, I believe the video came out. It was on YouTube, and it was, oh man. It was 2000 something. I know it's not 2020, but you talked about um, you talked about uh, global warming. And I think that's something yeah. that's, that's affecting everybody. I mean, talk about our small islands and how it's slowly, slowly sinking. It's 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 very scary. So to know that there are younger, uh, the young generation um, out and about who are doing their part in trying to contribute mm-hmm. to the message to to help stop global warming. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think so that if I remember what you're talking about correctly, that was a little speech that I did for the United Nations Development Program, I think. That one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was a little bit younger then, and I think I didn't have as much of a nuanced understanding of, you know, this really big problem, which uh, global warming is a part of, of course. But when we're talking about uh, in a larger scale, I think we would talk about it, uh, you know, as climate change. And um, I don't know. Do we want to get into that? In this yeah, podcast? why not? Let's That's go. We're going to get go. into it. OK, let's get into it. Uh, yeah. So for sure. So climate change. But like um, if you follow sort of climate spaces and uh, learn a little bit or, um, you know, up to date events, the way people are talking about it now actually is a climate emergency. And that's really just to try and get this sense of urgency that, you know, it is like an incremental change that we are slowly seeing happening. But there is going to be a point which is uh, very quickly approaching where um, it'll be hard to go back. Um, Our lifestyle as we know it is going to be changed dramatically and you're going to start to see changes on a worldwide scale um, just sort of in a very quick um, time frame a lot quicker than we thought. So um, when I was talking about that, you know, I think it was sort of a very abstract threat that <clears throat> we can be aware of, but maybe not thinking so much about. But now when you think about it, like it's um, very important, very urgent that, um, and even as small island countries, it's not necessarily that there's so much that we can do because we're contributing the least to this problem. Um, For me, I think what I really want to focus on now in that type of um, awareness raising, and this is sort of where the art and uh, building that art community can tie into, 
is just um, <clears throat> trying to give people a sense of urgency, but also a sense of hope that there's, you know, a future for us, especially in the small islands, as long as we um, hold on to what we really value the most, which is our values, our people, and our culture. And those things, um, you know, climate change and these man-made um, issues can't really touch if we don't let them. So what I really want to focus on, especially in my uh, community work and whatever sort of awareness that I raise is letting people know that these are the things we value and moving forward as um, things in the world might get worse, but as long as we hold on to each other and those values that we have and um, look out for each other, really, I think that's the best, um, our best course of action moving forward. And yeah, we can talk more about like how you can use art to accomplish all that. And that's actually why I really love talking about it and love just using that to inspire people because um, that inspiration and that hope is really, it's such a powerful thing that rather than talking about what's happening, like our islands are sinking, you know, um, it scares people. But I think um, having that hope and that sense of inspiration and co uh, communicating with people through those kind of things, it's just so much powerful than anything I think that we've tried so far because we've tried stuff mm -hmm. like, you know, this is what we should do, you know, stop using straws, stop using plastic. And I think that's really valuable, but we also need to think about the human element of it. Um, you know, how do we get people to feel empowered, to feel like I want to invest in this future and in these people who are living on these islands that are sinking? Like, um, how do we humanize that and just like contextualize that uh, not only for people on the outside looking in, but I think especially for those of us living here who sometimes might get caught up in the like nine to five, oh my God, climate change, you know, like it's coming at you from all sides. And I really think using our our art and, you know, our creative energy, I know that's that buzzword that we're talking about that I mentioned a lot in that speech how we can really use that just to like transform how we're doing things. Amen. Preach. <laughs> you got me on the mic. You know? I know. Hey, I was like, Hey, I was like, Hey, oh, the state, the floor is yours, girl. Take it away. Be you, you do you. Yeah, yeah. But yes, guys, ladies and gentlemen, see what I'm talking about. This, this is a young individual who, ha who has uh, love for her country and for her region and doing so much. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to dive into it, find out what she's doing, her work that she's, she's currently at right now and what she's, uh, what what she does there. So when we come back, we'll definitely get to that. You're watching the One Micronesia podcast. It's being brought to you by Dokuma Pacific. It's better together. better with more customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the marianas by adding mobile phone and tv to your bundle with business bundles plus docomo pacific business work better together for the different beats of your life we're here to keep you connected the way you want it plans made for you by you 
Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Hafere Ali and Mogesin, and welcome back to the One Micronesia podcast. Being brought to you by Dokomo Pacific. It's better together. All right. So we talked about, we learned a bit about her. We got to know how it all started for her, how she fell in love with what she's doing now. Of course, art was always something that, that she's done, you know, growing up. But then, you know, she's she merged art with, with, with falling in love with um, something that, you know, not a lot of uh, young people are doing now, which is going back and taking care of our environment, studying our environment and learning how we can uh, help, uh, you know, help um, cure the environment. We talked, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, global warming because it's something that it, she holds very close to her. That's something that she wants. And I think it should be on everybody's mind. You know, global warming is something that's big. It's happening today. So it's, it's always beautiful to see young individuals who are doing something about it. So we learned all, all of that about her. So now I want to get to know, and for you guys watching the podcast right now, to get to know what she's currently doing in Palau, which is also something great. In Palau, they call it, you work at the center. So she does work at a center. It's called the Palau International Coral Reef Center. So with us back on the podcast, sorry, sorry about that long little intro, is uh, Else, uh, Tele, Else again. Thank you so much for hanging around. And let's talk about your work. Let's let the people know what you're doing. Wow, thanks so much for that introduction. Again, always <laughs> gassing me up, you know, it's making me sound cooler than I am. I swear, people, are, they have this idea and it's not, I'm really, so it, um, it's not that cool, you know, but for yeah, for sure. Um, I work at the Palau International Coral Reef Center and um, I have had um, different roles here, but right now I'm a researcher. So basically what we do is we um, provide scientific information for the management of our marine natural resources here in Palau. And uh, also in the region, uh, Guam, Micronesia, where it is useful. And uh, even internationally, we've worked with some international partners like uh, Stanford and uh, universities out of places like Monaco and uh, all over the world, actually. So it is a pretty cool job. And uh, it's definitely challenging. So uh, what I do actually is we, so we go out into the field and we collect um, data. And then I come back and I sit on the computer for quite a long time. This is the not cool part. And uh, look at that data and just see what's happening um, in our ocean. Um, so we use that for things like we look at fish. So uh, fish, which is a really big source of protein here in Palau. We just see how our fish stocks are doing. Are they increasing, decreasing? Um, do we need to let up on the fishing or not? So they use the information that we provide to make guidelines for people based on that. Uh, we also look at corals. Uh, Palau is one of the world's leading dive destinations. And a lot of it has to do with our beautiful coral reefs. Um, <clears throat> And we kind of just check on the health of the corals. Like, are they getting, uh, are they increasing uh, in number and in diversity? Are they decreasing? And if whatever is happening, we sort of try and make a guess as to why. And is it like a man-made thing? Or is it, again, uh, some things that we can't, that are a little bit out of our control, like coral bleaching. So that's when the coral, so the coral, 
there's actually an animal. I know it looks like a rock, but it's an animal. And uh, it has a symbiotic relationship with an algae called Zuzantelae. And uh, when a coral bleaches, and that's what gives it its really beautiful color. So when a coral is uh, bleached, it's uh, dispelling, it's under stress, usually from heat. So it's dispelling those algae. So it turns white. Um, so we're looking to see if that coral bleaching is happening. And, you, and we try and make, again, guesses. We can't say for sure. We can make a, you know, an educated guess as to why. And a lot of the times it's either having to do with um, the temperature of the water. And that also can have to do with the acidity of the water. Uh, so basically just what factors are going into affecting these really fragile animals in our environment. Um, <clears throat> so we spend a lot of our time in the ocean, you know, I really love the ocean. For me, uh, a normal day is like a normal week, a normal work week is like uh, three out of five days. We're diving, we're getting that information and then um, we're coming back and we're documenting the data and looking at it and trying to make those educated guesses um, just so that when our government is making decisions about um, what we want to do with these really important resources, they're doing it from a place of knowing so, or having an idea of like why things are happening and hopefully what will happen if they um, do these sorts of measures like, for example, banning fishing in an area or putting um, catch limits on a certain species. Um, here at the Palau International Coral Reef Center, try and uh, provide that information. And then, uh, so that's a really big part of my job. Another really big part, of course, is um, science education and science outreach. So we try and educate, especially the youth, so kids all the way from uh, as young as kindergarten up to uh, college, we uh, either try and bring them here to our center. We also have a, a beautiful aquarium. I don't know if anybody's been to Palau, but we have an aquarium that you can visit and learn about the different species, different animals, and just like why it's so important. You know, it's one thing to talk about it and look at the numbers um, and look at a scientific report, but Again, it's getting that, like, connecting to someone to see it and, like, touch it and feel it and be like, oh, yeah, this is actually really something that's worth looking at and protecting and managing responsibly. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> Elsa Tele, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Uh, you always making me sound cooler than I really am. You are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and it's beautiful to see. Like I said, I go keep going back at this. You know, it's it's. um the younger generation uh, taking action and, and, and trying to do something uh, that will benefit the future. And we'll talk about the future. And it's just, I know it's, it's, it's at the horizon, whatever, but you know, I, th I think doing something now is better than, you know, waiting and, and to see that it's kind of too late. Yeah. So yeah. Like what you're and doing I, is amazing. Yeah. Like what you're doing is all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. You're watching the one Micronesia podcast. And it's being brought to you by Docomo Pacific better together.
It only gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you, by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Hafere Ali and Mogestine, and welcome back to the One Micro Ninja Podcast. So we're talking to the one... The amazing Elsa Tele, who is all the way out in Palau, and we heard how it all started for her. We heard about her job, ladies and gentlemen. That is cool. How cool is that that you get to spend three days out of the week in the waters doing what you love? I guess it's you know people dream about this. People fly, make you know, fly to other places for a vacation, and actually, if they love diving, they they fly. They spend so much money, but for her, it's part of her job. To get in the waters like three or four times a week, so it's beautiful to learn how you know she what she does for her work at the uh, Palau Coral Reef. Wait, what? It's Palau International Coral Reef Center, and it's beautiful to see what she's done. The outreach part is cool too. The to doing all of that research and then taking that information, uh, giving it to the government to make really amazing uh, decisions on what laws to make to preserve and protect the environment. That's amazing. Also, the what she does to, to, to educate the youth of Palau and, and pretty much the youth of Micronesia to, you know, for all the information that she's gathered. I think that's beautiful. I think to see, like I said, I keep going back to these young individuals in our communities who are taking action and what she's doing is just beautiful. So Elsa Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, back here on the podcast with us. And now we're going to talk about something that's been with her since she's, you know, she's, she started, you know, doing it. It's her artwork and what she's doing with it. So Elsa, let's get to it. Your artwork. Let's talk about how that's going. Awesome. So it's actually this, you know, talking about art, I think that's like really the biggest part of my identity. I know I've talked uh, a lot in the beginning about other things that I do, but I think for me, um, really like creating has always just been a part of um, how, how I do things, how I live my life, uh, just trying to find uh, those outlets to, um, you know, try and make make nice things, make beautiful things for people to uh, look at and appreciate. Um, and I've been doing that ever since I was young. Uh, like I started off, uh, and I think I think this is common among a lot of other young people. I actually used to watch a lot of anime. <laughs> I did used to, I mean, like, I don't watch too much now, but I used to watch a lot of anime. So, like, I really started off uh just copying you know the anime characters and then uh over time i just uh started developing my own style and like finding out what i like uh what i like to draw and what subjects i like so now um my usually what i do is illustration so i do a lot of digital illustration nowadays using an ipad and a, um, a tablet and a stylus um, and it's really just like whatever interests me or whatever I'm working on at the moment. 
And then uh, I was so blessed and lucky that I was able to sort of parlay those skills into a business. So right now I am doing artwork uh, professionally. So for uh, commissions, uh, selling t-shirts, merchandise. Um, and I was really lucky to be able to do that. But I think for me, what my mindset was when I started doing that is that I'm going to be doing it anyway. I'm going to be creating the artwork anyway. It's I'm never going to stop. So maybe it's time for me to kind of try and explore, like, are there other ways that I can use uh, this creative energy that I have to, you know, hopefully try and make some extra income or, you know, even to help out uh, the community. Like sometimes I do artwork, uh, you know, pro bono, like if someone needs something and uh, I think as an artist, you never really get used to charging money for what you're doing. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I love doing this so much and I get to get paid. But at the end of the day, it is artwork, you know, like I spend hours and hours doing it. Um, that's where I am right now. And then I've sort of started moving from that into trying to empower more people to be their own creators of their own art and be their own entrepreneurs. Wow. And then I think, I guess that really leads us to um, where and how I found, you know, how I found you, <laughs> which is the speech that you, you pretty much, it pretty much said, you know, use, you know, creativity can, can, can definitely, um, you know, take you places you know of course when people right. talk about you know being creative and opening your minds to things and i think you talked a whole lot about creativity in that speech so let's talk about that speech and and where where did you do that speech at what it was for and let's get into it it was a youth day so in march 20 of this year 2021 they had some activities and they also wanted to do an art exhibition i was just excited to go because i wanted to see all the cool stuff the kids were making right and then a week before, uh, the organizer, Sandy, she's like, okay, so um, we're inviting you to do the opening speech. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> no, but um, what I really tried to say was just like from the heart, like what I really feel like is the value of art and creativity. Like why, why is it so important? Why is it so powerful? Every artwork and like honestly everything in our world, it starts with an idea. And the crazy thing about like using creative energy is like literally you can take an idea that's in your head and make it into like something you can touch or see. And for me, that is so crazy and amazing. And that's sort of what I just talked about in the speech, like how that is such a powerful, powerful tool. It's this crazy ability to take an idea and make it into reality but what's even crazier to me is that it's something that anybody can do literally anybody and everybody in the pacific and in micronesia and in palau we have so much of it like literally like you know our people yeah. are some of the most creative like craziest people i know like they just be thinking of stuff off the bat <laughs> and i think um you know some of us have really learn how to tap into that and to make it into something more but i think more people what i really want is for everybody to know that they can do that just like talking about that creative energy because like in the speech i said it's one of the greatest natural resources that we have that's it's a renewable energy you know like you can keep doing it over and over and over again all right guys we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more it's the one micronesia podcast being brought to you by docomo pacific 
better together. It only gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Hafri, Ali, and Mogasin, and welcome back to the One Micro Ninja Podcast. We're here again to close this off. Man, it's, it's been such an amazing talk. And I found out that she does not only do art, but she does other things too. We learned what she does for a living, which is like, man, it's pretty interesting to go clock in at work and you go diving and and see the beautiful corals and the fishes and just be one with the ocean pretty much. She's doing that. That's her job. That's her that's that's her eight to five, y'all. That's that's crazy. So we learned that and then we learned her artwork and how she's she's uh, in she's influenced and in, in pushing this whole idea of creative energy. Man, that's amazing. Elsa Tele, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to close out with her. Elsa, thank you again for taking the time. I know you're a busy woman. You're at work right now. I'm so sorry. Hope your boss doesn't get mad. Just tell him I'll send him the link to watch the podcast. So, uh, But thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Victorious, for the chance to be on. Um, like you're, God, this is so corny, I swear. <laughs> you're more powerful than you know especially as someone uh, who was born here in Palau or in Micronesia or in Guam, we have uh, so many, uh, not just our environment and our people, but our culture, such a beautiful, beautiful culture to draw from. Inspiring youth, like if you haven't been a creative person, you know, you can start today. And even if no one sees it, I want to make that clear too. Like even if you don't share it with the world, um, just the act of creating something for yourself is so powerful. So that's my message. Get out there, create something today, you know. Um, also, don't litter in the ocean, please. That's my other message. Um, but yeah, you know, just a girl here in Palau trying to uh, help out with the community and also just loving it, you know. But if you guys are interested in seeing what I do, you can definitely um, search me up on social media. I use the moniker Tiuladoro. It's a long plowed word. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you can spell it out for the viewers or listeners, but it's uh, T-I-U-L-A-D-O-K-O-W. <laughs> so that's at Tiuladoro. And that's on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And I usually post uh, whatever I make on there. So definitely, if you guys want to check that out. What an amazing talk I had with the amazing, the wonderful Elsa Tele. Uh, I mean, I know she's saying, oh, she's just hyping me up. It's not really a hype. I'm just being for real. You know, what she does <laughs> is amazing. You know, not only to her and her home home country of Palau or to the region of Micronesia, but to the world, man. Talk about somebody who... 
uh, is, is, is taking the steps to or taking the initiative. Talk about that. The initiative to do something about the future when it comes to the environment and and stuff like that. So she's definitely doing that. And she's been busy and she's keeping busy and um, at it every single day. So Elsa, again, thank you so much uh, for for the time. Again, thank you. Sulang. Sulang, Vic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, there you have it. Another episode in the books. One Micronesia podcast with El Tele. We'll see you guys at the next. Remember, the, the podcast is being brought to you by Dokumo Pacific. It's better together. My name is Vic, and I just got to say peace. The One Micronesia podcast is brought to you by Dokumo Pacific. Better together.